Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller like me, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. Brian Lee O'Malley is a Canadian cartoonist best known for the best-selling, award-winning Oni Press series, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim was adapted into a critically acclaimed major motion picture from Universal and video game from Ubisoft in 2010. O'Malley lives in Los Angeles, where he continues to make comics. Leslie Hung is a cartoonist and illustrator. She lives in Southern California. Jen Wang, our moderator tonight, is a cartoonist, author, and illustrator living in Los Angeles. She's the author of The Prince and the Dressmaker, which is also for sale back there, Coco Be Good, and co-author of the New York Times best-selling graphic novel in real life with Cory Doctorow. Her work has also appeared in Los Angeles Magazine, The Believer, Hazlitt, Slate, and McSweeney's. She's the co-founder and organizer of the annual festival Comic Arts Los Angeles. We're thrilled to have them with us this evening. Please join me in giving tonight's guests a warm welcome. So, hi, um, I'm here with Leslie and Brian, and since we already did intros uh, as individuals, um, I guess uh, maybe we should talk about, um, let's give a kind of like introduction to Snot Girl, which hopefully everyone here has read at least the first volume of, right? But uh, yeah, like maybe introduce Snot Girl, and then maybe specifically what volume two is going into. Oh no. <laughs> we hate this question. We're not prepared. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's not. It's not girl. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be weird about the mic for a second. Um, it's not girl. It's a comic about a, f a fashion blogger in downtown Los Angeles who has really bad allergies, and that's uh, that's it. <laughs> that's the that's whole all that story. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. She kind of gets mixed up in something weird. She's um, trying to make a friend and. Um, she thinks her life sucks, even though it's amazing. Uh, and it's just kind of about, like, modern anxieties and lifestyles. Yeah? Something like that? And there's a supernatural mystery element. Sounds good. That I don't like talking about. <laughs> cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, um, so Snot Girl is set in Los Angeles, which is where we all live, I think. Most um, of us. And so I was kind of curious, like, what Los Angeles had to offer other than the fact that you're familiar with it that would make it different from, say, if you said it in Spoiler. New York or somewhere that, like, that it's also known it. as, like, like a fashion capital, right? right, right. So, so why would it, why fashion in L.A. or fashion blogger? I don't know. L.A. is kind of weird because there's no fashion week here. I mean, there is, but it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, we kind of wanted to have, like, a homegrown 
fashion hero <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. Even though she's 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 complicated. There, I mean, but there are like a lot of fashion bloggers from LA. Maybe it's because of the weather. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's lots of rich and hot people here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I lived in downtown for a few years and. Like, there's a proliferation of, like, Instagram spots, and, like, you see people doing shoots everywhere you go. Um, it's kind of all over L.A. now, but downtown kind of seemed like the hub uh, in the first couple of years. Like, when we started talking about Snot Girl was, like, maybe four years ago. Yeah. And I think I think it's just we see people's, people that we normally wouldn't see everywhere. Like, it started out on, like, Lookbook and people's blogs. Right. Or even before that, like, on LiveJournal and those blogs <laughs> yeah like and we yeah like we watched fashion blogging like grow up on the yeah. internet and then now it's like this huge industry now it's in the crazy. real world it's spilled over yeah yeah so i mean you started doing snock girl in like 2016 or that yeah. was when it was published um like has the fashion scene like as you were writing it changed like did you have to like sort of adjust anything I feel like everything has changed so much like in the past two years. We're just in like a new era that has just begun, so it's really uh, a lot to process in general. What yeah. about fashion-wise? I don't know. I let Leslie take care of all that <laughs> stuff now. You've always made me... You're, you're the visual. Um, I've always... I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I feel like... I feel like maybe even two years ago you could probably talk to people and they'd be like, you can't make money off of that. And that wasn't true back then and it's definitely not true now, mm. especially if you got in really early. And I think that's kind of that. I feel like Snot Girl's a lot about that insecurity about not knowing if your place in the world is valid. Yeah, if it's like a legitimate <laughs> career. I think, yeah. I think that's what pe a lot of people think when they look at like YouTubers or fashion bloggers or even yeah. cartoonists. Yeah, it's a whole new category of like people that are somewhere like in the space between like corporations and fans basically floating in the middle and like trying to profit off both. Yeah, because like the characters are so young, but then they've been doing it forever. Like they talk about like, yeah, that was like eight years ago, and you're like, wait, right. they were how old? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. it's like it's like comics too. Like everyone kind of starts out young, I think. Yeah, I feel like if you're not in it when you're young, you're it's a totally different type of person that's going to get into fashion blogging now versus the one that was just so weird they had to hide on the internet all the time and mm -hmm. like kind of that's why like Lottie has such a veneer is because she's kind of been projecting herself, like, her, the most perfect image of herself for so long. Yeah, she's really cultivated that, like, online persona yeah. and not the real-life persona. Yeah, so how do you, I mean, is that something you relate to? <laughs> as, yeah, as people sure, who yeah. have, like, very, uh, you're very, I guess, you have popular social media accounts, right. like, you know, like, a, about graphic novels, not, like, fashion blogging. But, yeah, like, how does, how does your personal experiences... Um, like I guess like add to I don't know. bodies I'm like cool online but not cool offline <laughs> so that's kind of like where it's at I don't even know if I'm cool I feel like I'm always not sure what to post or anything like I feel when I first started my Instagram or my Twitter I would just be going crazy all the time that was kind of why it's fun because it was like yeah. no one was really paying attention I could just do whatever I wanted you do whatever yeah and then once people started looking at me and I was like no don't <laughs> yeah yeah like the like, more popular we get like the more reluctant we are to post anything yeah and it's like we're not even remotely close to like a million followers I know so we're just like we're, being we're crazy way worse ourselves. than Snot Girl <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we're like her stalkers we overthink like, everything yeah exactly yeah 
Yeah, like a big part of, uh, I guess, like a recurring motif in the books are fans and like fan obsession. And there's like people who are big fans of Lottie, but then like Lottie herself is like a big fan, you know, of other people. And like, how do how do I guess like, yeah, what's your take on that? I feel like yeah, like well, I feel like social media has turned like everyone into fans, like fans of you can be a fan of anything, fan of your friends, like what, yeah, like everything has like its own like fandom, whether it's small or huge, Um, and it's like I was saying about like uh, bloggers and influencers are like somewhere between like fandom and like the institution, basically. Um, So yeah, it's like this elevated fan position where you get to make money doing it. Yeah, you know, we feel like that sometimes. Like, I think when I was first talking about Lottie to Brian, I was saying that she's like a nerd that was really into fashion. And that's kind of why I think she's different from people who are actually cool and they're actually normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have like good personalities. Is because she's like, she was like a huge weirdo. And I kind of feel yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, yeah, the internet really gave like us weird, quiet people like, <laughs> a platform to talk to each other and like find each other. Like, I have so many weird. <laughs> online friends that I rarely hang out with that, like, I think are, like, the coolest people ever. I mean, like, Leslie. <laughs> but, like... Huge, hugely weird and very quiet. Super weird, quiet people who are, like, the best. They have the best brain. And, like, you only know that because the internet exists. So, I don't know. To me, that's, like, the good side of the internet. But there's so many bad sides now. Yeah, we see a lot more of the bad. And yeah, everything's, we, like, we more amplified and crazy. Yeah. And I think that's where the fan mentality comes from, is that you can just be, like... You can be a fan one second, and then something happens, and you're like, "I hate it now." Like, yeah, yeah. Some love, love yeah. turns to hate so easily. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, so you're talking about like the the sort of good sides of, about the internet. Like, are there? Uh, I I kind of feel like Stock Girl is generally a little more like critical, or at least like exploring the downsides of it. Like, do, are, do you feel like there are? elements of Snock Girl that are about sort of like what's positive about having like grown up on the internet basically. <laughs> and I don't know, is anything positive in Snock Girl? Um. I think it's, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like to grow up we have to not be on our computers and phones so much. Which <laughs> is so hard to like accept. Yeah, I feel like it's, I don't, yeah, I feel like maybe too much internet, especially as I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, I need to hide I guess more that's and like true. be alive, <laughs> like, like be a person. Yeah, the, I think the positive moments of Snock Girl are like the offline connections, like when they're finally like face to face and like accepting their emotions or whatever. Um, yeah, like yeah. that more and more becomes like the the real defining moments for the characters. Yeah, and I think the thing is about Snock Girl is that it's just, it's there's never going to be a point where someone's just going to be like, I'm. I'm leaving the internet, and it's a good thing. Like, right? It, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's it's so yeah, like. Kind of that's not that's not the answer. Yeah, it's yeah. All, it's all about like learning to live with it. I think. Yeah, we're not trying to tell everyone to put down your phones like forever. Yeah. Yeah. Even if we want to. Or even for like five minutes. Like, <laughs> maybe try one minute. <laughs> it's like breathing underwater. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's terrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, uh, so one thing that I guess in in this volume, which I think spans like it's like s- like to chapter, ten. yeah, or like Five issues chapters. six to yeah, six ten, ten, I think, um, is uh, you start to explore more of those relationships where mm-hmm. they're like, 
like I guess the, the friendships between the characters and um, one thing that I think uh, for sure is different about about this volume is that you start to kind of explore the male characters more. <laughs> <laughs> There's like an extended uh, I guess like sauna spa sequence where you have like many of the male characters uh, interacting with each other and um, since the the story is mainly, I guess, focused on the female relationships. Like, can you talk about sort of what's going on with the men? <laughs> well, I did refer to Brian on that mostly just because... Because I wrote the story first. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, we had always talked, right from the beginning, we talked about doing, like, a sports issue. Yeah, I think like, I just wanted to have everyone, Leslie like, sweating wanted, and, yeah. like... I feel like when you're doing sports, it's like you're at your worst. When yeah. you're working out, it's like Everyone's you're so like vulnerable sweaty and, and like mean. tired. And yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, Leslie always talked about wanting to draw that. Um, and I'm always, like, when I write... Like, the goal is, like, to get Leslie excited or, like, horny, basically. Yeah, so, I, love, um, I love that issue. So, like, I just had to give her, like, an issue full of, like, shirtless guys. And it was, like, the the most, like, frictionless. Like, she drew it, like, so easily, it seemed oh, yeah, like. that one? I feel like it's also because I'm so used to drawing, like, so much hair all the time. Yeah, I'm, like, hair and I'm clothes. I'm tired of drawing people in clothes and with long hair. So, this yeah. is, like, the total opposite. Short hair and Short no hair clothes. and just naked. <laughs> Yeah, so that was really fun. That that one was like really. I feel like that turned a corner for us, and we we had a good time doing it. Yeah, I want to get more into like character. Yeah. Like getting outside of it's not just to give her yeah. give it perspective. Give her, give everyone a break from Lottie's uh, narration and like her anxiety. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's also interesting to explore like masculinity in a different way, um, and with Leslie's art, like because it's you know. It's not like a, it's not a male gaze in the book. It's like something different. It's whatever you do. I don't know what that is. It's my gaze. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie gaze. Yeah, because uh, I feel like um, I, when I was reading kind of like the, the earlier chapters, uh, I kind of thought that the men would be sort of just like pretty much supporting almost like antagonists like almost foils, yeah like, you know, and then uh, yeah and then i was kind of surprised that you actually start going into like their individual friendships or relationships with each other and i thought that right. was that was pretty cool and interesting um uh so i guess i don't know i guess now that we're i mean we haven't touched on a lot of like spoilery type stuff but like do you feel that um, since you started, since it is like an ongoing series, are there things that have um, like evolved or changed that um, that you want to talk about? Like since since you started doing Snot Girl, like in our approach, I mean, it it constantly evolves, I guess. Yeah, we. Yeah, I don't know if fans love hearing it, but it's pretty organic. Like, things yeah. have changed. Like, there there are certain plot points. Like, I think the boys' issue is, like, also something we want to touch on eventually. It was, like, an anchor point for us. Yeah, there's, like, certain things where we're, like, we want to eventually get to this, and and they always get moved back. Like, the goalposts are just far, far yeah, away. Yeah, everything kind of keeps getting pushed back because we just want to explore the characters more. Um, but I feel like, for me, I think the biggest thing was that we didn't really want Lottie to have, like, a redemption arc. But she kind of just has one anyway, just because... She thinks she's going through one, so she's she, having a good yeah, time. Yeah, she's having... Something's happening. <laughs> she thinks people can change. Yeah. She the, she comes to the, the same theme. revelation, like, every... Yeah, every arc. Every arc, she thinks that, you know, baby steps are the way, I guess. Yeah. Well, baby <laughs> steps are the way, I think. I don't know the way where, but yeah. they're the way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's It just kind of... I don't know. I mean, I... 
I keep saying this, but like I saw uh, an interview with the creator of Breaking Bad where he was like, uh, at the beginning of season three, like we had no idea it was going to happen. Or like, we, whatever, we just wrote a cliffhanger. We're like, we'll figure it out in two months when we come back to work. Um, so that was like really reassuring to me because I tend to write that way, which, um, which yeah, doesn't make fans very happy or excited. But I don't know, I really enjoy like kind of the improvisation of it. Do you have like fans that have these like law like these like crazy conspiracy theories about like like this is like what this is alluding to and it's gonna go here and I not, feel like a little bit but not that much. No one's really gone super crazy. Mostly people just think it's all like a hallucination, which is right. not what's happening. Well, but. it's and yeah, the story is still kind of like coalescing. So I think maybe we'll, you know maybe we'll give them more to theorize about later, but um, it's still kind of early days. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like me like watching someone like flounder in like a little kiddie yeah. pool, and I'm like, <laughs> have fun. Yeah, we, I don't know. We like reading the tweets. Yeah, and screaming. And screaming. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have favorite characters? I guess maybe other than than Lottie, even I though like, she's I like no Misty. one's favorite. Yeah. yeah, you like Misty. I like the boys. Uh, yeah. Just because no one else likes them, I have no to like them. them. I like the boys. I think they're fun. She loves Ashley, her favorite. Oh yeah, character. I love Ashley. Ashley and Charlene are your favorite characters. Uh, Charlene's there. my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, I really I like Charlene, um, but I find her hard to write. I find them all hard to write. I don't know. The whole book feels kind of like outside my comfort zone, which is like constantly challenging, but um, somewhat rewarding, I think. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite though. Yeah, like, it's kind of hard to Do pick I have a least if you're the parent. I uh, know. Wait, my favorite is Virgil, but like, we oh, haven't yeah. done anything with him yet. So he's you're just, just like, enjoying how how much he's evolved and like become like a yeah weird, like, a yeah. Weird. And like Leslie pointed out that like he didn't say a word for like the past three issues or something. Uh, he's just kind of there, and I like kind of like that. But um, I'll try to give him more to do in the future. Yeah, he's kind of just. I don't know. We don't know what he's doing. He's a red hair. But he's so cute. Or is he? <laughs> Yeah, but that was one of those characters that just kind of like came out while we were writing, and um, I had no idea what he would look like, and then what Leslie drew him as was just so shockingly different from anything I had pictured <laughs> that it's just constantly uh, fun to see him. Yeah, do you do you have like sort of specific ideas for characters that like you you tend to kind of clash over a little bit, like when you're when you're coming up with either the design or like flushing flushing out the like. The character. I don't know. Leslie probably remembers clashing more than. Well, it was. I think Brian just wanted everyone to have bangs, and I was like, it's not gonna happen. Like, <laughs> I like, just draw everyone with bangs. I was I'm like, sorry. not everyone has bangs. Like, that's not the thing. No, it's so. fine. And you made Caroline look like perfect with. I her. purposely gave Caroline no bangs just yeah. because <laughs> only cool, cool girls can wear like a middle part and stuff like that. Yeah, so. she's so cool. She doesn't even need bangs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I don't remember what the question was already. Oh, it's just, just, yeah, well, just oh, like, like in reference fight? to, like, Virgil. Yeah, no, yeah, we like just, I mean, ideas. so, yeah, I don't really talk about the visual very much. Like, I think even to a fault, like, I, I need to talk about it more in the future. Um, I'm just like, yeah, Leslie, come up with something. Because, uh, I don't know, I'm so used to, like, making up my own characters, and I don't want to be, like, overbearing about it. So I just tended to, like, give her complete free reign, which I think is leads to a more interesting collaboration for me. Yeah, it's, it's nice because I don't feel like, I'm like, oh, no, I have to draw this other character I didn't yeah, like, have you, a hand Yeah, like, you don't in hate any of the characters because I didn't, like, force them on you or anything. Yeah. They just, like, we came up with them together and you came up with most of the visual and, like, together we came up with their character traits and flaws. Um, so... Yeah, I think, I think the the character that we went back and forth most on was probably Lottie, just because 
She started out super different from how she was now. Yeah, I think she was like a little more edgy at the beginning. Yeah. That's why she had a cigarette in the first poster that was the <laughs> And I was like, I don't really know if she would. Yeah, like we're just not edgy enough to write a character like that, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah, um, describe Lottie's like fashion aesthetic. Like uh, something I like uh, in the back of this volume is you have the little your comments section mm -hmm. and you sort of break down a lot of the outfits and sort of like what you were thinking. But what is what is like kind of the thing that ties a lot of Lottie's I guess fashion like a together? Hot person yeah. to <laughs> it's just basically like whatever a hot person will wear, like just most revealing and But it's so specific though. It, it is there's it a is lot specific. of pink and like yeah, a lot of like yeah, I, I don't Boop, know. I boobs a lot of out. a lot of the time it was just sometimes I'll look through Instagram or sometimes I'll just be like I want to draw like like an outfit that looks like it's from like Clueless or like Romeo and Michelle or something like that like yeah. something that I would have fun with or if I see something fun that any of the characters are where I will try to put them in it. The hardest person to dress is always Meg, just because she's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always just like on mod cloth, and I'm like, ugh, I guess she would wear that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but you do an admirable job. Yeah, I try. Yeah, is Meg supposed to be like popular? Like, does she have a big social media Yeah, she's like presence? popular among other mod cloth type people, I guess. She's like, she's supposed to be like an aesthetic blogger. She's like a lifestyle blogger. Yeah, like she's she like, would take yeah. pictures of her, like her teacup She has like a stuff. hot boyfriend and like... Yeah, like it's has, all about her whole life. Yeah. So like, yeah, she's going to become like a wedding blogger. We keep talking about stuff like that. Like, I mean, in the comic, they talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's just like, I don't know, the person who's going to blog their entire life, like every stage of their life. Yeah, she'll probably write a book about it at some point. Just have yeah, she probably like, already has a book deal. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, yeah, because I, I was always like wondering, like, like would, would Lottie really hang out with me? <laughs> right. But then, like, she would if she were really popular yeah. and famous. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I, I don't know. Like, we haven't really talked about, like, how they all started hanging out. But I just feel like they're just these, like, miserable introverts who, like, don't, don't really know how to make friends. So, like, the ones that they made in the past are just going to stick because that's, like, all they have. Yeah, I just, in my mind, they always just met like on early internet and that's yeah. how they were friends and yeah they became friends like in 2007 online <laughs> and like they just can't stop being friends now and that's why Lottie's so sick of them sometimes <laughs> yeah totally yeah they were like live journal friends yeah exactly <laughs> uh, so so what's your like since you do a lot of the creative collaboration stuff together like what is that what is that pro like do you have like a google doc that you both contribute to do you just like text each other like when you have an idea like how does that look pretty much like we'll text I've been trying to do it more lately, like every issue, text, uh, like have a day where we just talk about it, like what's going to happen, what do we think should happen after like extrapolating the next few issues, because um, mm -hmm. it's always evolving, it never stays static. Yeah, I think even the first issue changed like a bunch of times. Yeah, the, the first one I rewrote like, a bunch, yeah. The first, <laughs> um, I remember the fourth issue too, but that was more like deadline issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, I didn't know what was going to happen in the second book at all, uh, and then it happened, and it was it was fun. I don't know. I thought it came to like a really satisfying place towards the end. So yeah, it goes. It goes. We go back and forth quite a bit. I think just yeah. even like in the script 
Yeah, to... we kind of like have a conversation between every stage. Yeah. Like I'll I'll do like a plot outline and then we'll talk about it and then I'll do a script, we'll talk about it and then she'll draw and we'll talk about it. So And then I start inking it and then it's just gone. And then we never talk <laughs> about it again. Yeah. Yeah, do you do a lot of like sort of like editing after like after you finish drawing and you're like, "Oh no, like I want to change I do I rewrite almost or... everything because yeah. I I work on the lettering with Mari. Uh and it's uh, yeah that that takes up a lot of I kind of give myself a lot of leeway to like leave jokes and bits until the very end and I just like yeah you like waiting to see all the drawings yeah because it's like what the way you draw a face like will really inform what the character is supposed to be saying in That's that true. panel yeah so lettering is like a huge component of the book yeah uh, so, yeah so like talk about uh, some of the other collaborators you work with with, with Rachel, Rachel and Mickey yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we Mickey with work Mickey. In the book anymore. Mickey's an old friend of Leslie's. Mm -hmm. uh, colored the first arc. Colored this cover too. And I forgot to credit her. Um, she's awesome. <laughs> and then Rachel was helping Mickey. On yeah, Rachel was flatting for the first arc. So I, I basically work with them both in the same way. Like we kind of just, um, I'll give them initial notes on each page. I'll have. It's, it's usually pretty specific, but it gets a lot worse like <laughs> as we get as we go along. And I've never seen these notes, and I don't want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll get pages back, and then do notes that way. Sometimes I draw on the pages, and like I'm super. Do you like get mad when the pages come in? I get scared. <laughs> sometimes I like I'll look at the pages because we used Google Drive, and we're like looking uh, at yeah. the pages online, and they look so it look everything looks bad on Google Drive. Like oh, yeah. you can't make it look better. The line art looks like really like it's done with a stick or something. Yeah, everything like, looks kind of crappy. That? The quality. <laughs> and then I'll like freak out and like <laughs> make more notes, and like, usually it turns out fine. Like yeah. I haven't had a problem yet. Yeah, it turns out pretty good. Yeah, is is this the first uh, time that you, Leslie, have I worked with like a colorist or yeah. like on a project? I never thought I would, but here we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always thought that if I would do it, it would just be me coloring it, but I don't really like coloring, so... Yeah, not a comic. Like, a comic... Yeah. Doing an illustration in color is fun, but doing a comic, there's so many panels, there's so many drawings, like, so many things to color. All the buttons on everyone's shirt, whatever. Every All the hair is on everyone's head. It's just, like, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. was that was that ever, like, a part of, like, like a question, like, whether you would be coloring yourself, or were you just always like, no, this is not going to happen? I kind of thought about it, and I was like, I, I, I mean, I could te technically do it. It's just a matter of... It just take, of, like, another two months yeah, for yeah. issue. <laughs> take even longer <laughs> if I did it, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that's really the thing. Like, working with a team, like, and then Mari, the letterer, like... It helps we, a lot. we can like be super late and they can cram in the last two weeks <laughs> and just finish it, which is terrible of us. But um, well, I don't I know, know. It's kind of just how it works. It's always like kind of a sprint to the finish line. It's always like it takes the longest in the beginning, and whoever is at the beginning, Me? they can take however long they want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I'll try to finish things in a timely manner, but it doesn't always work out. And yeah. then just like boils down to like right before the deadline, then. You know, that's it's pretty bad. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty busy though. I have I have yeah, like have too many jobs. Um, I don't so, blame you. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, I know. Just, that's that's <laughs> why like that's why it's bi-monthly as a comic book. But um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of works. We're we're still figuring it out. Like there's still like a learning curve. This is our first comic. All of us like uh, ongoing monthly, whatever semi-monthly comic. So it's uh, there's been a huge learning curve, but I think we're getting there. Yeah. 
this I mean I don't know it seems like it's pretty consistent yeah, I mean I'm sure <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seal, like, no, seem yeah. like that from like your point of view but yeah, it, yeah like, I think it comes out like looking like super professional which is all we could ask for I guess because <laughs> like at, at the end we're just like what is it I don't understand what's happening in this comic anymore uh, we just lose our minds so. like I can't look at it for like at least a month after it comes out I'm just like I won't even bother trying yeah. to read it I read it so many times during the lettering like I read it so many times it's insane just to like make sure it all flows uh, so yeah I get sick of it too does it feel different though like because like normally you would probably be doing it yourself like you're like the only person who's like working yeah. on your comic but then now you have like like Leslie you have like you know like a couple other people to sort of like be those those second eyes and does that yeah. feel more like I don't know or, or are you all sort of like in that like paranoia spiral together <laughs> I don't I, think Mari cares at Mari, all Mari doesn't care <laughs> he's in Seattle he's fine um I don't know yeah I kind of spiral and I kind of um I feel like I'm in the dark, like, because I'm so used to drawing my own stuff. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like, and I can't even, sometimes I can't even picture it. I'm really bad at picturing things in my head. I think that's why I draw so much. Um, so when I'm, like, writing a script, sometimes I'm just like, I have no idea what this is going to look like. And then I give it to Leslie, and she's like, this doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> this cannot be drawn. Um, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Because uh, I just get lost in the words. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel really insecure about being the writer, which is why I'm probably, like, overbearing in the lettering stage and, like, overdoing it with the dialogue. No, it's fine. But it's fine. <laughs> According to Leslie, it's fine. I don't know. I mean, I feel like when you're doing it all yourself, then then you, like, you give yourself those you, yourself those holes to fill in later anyway. Yeah, totally. So it's not like, it's not like everything's figured out every stage unless... No, yeah. I'm sure at least one person does that, but it's not common. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even when I'm doing my own stuff, I'm still making up jokes at the last minute and, like, rewriting all the dialogue, so... Yeah, and I think if you give yourself that flexibility, it's a lot better, too, just because just having everything planned out from the beginning doesn't always make the best product, I guess. Yeah, I I've always felt like I would be bored if I knew exactly what was going to happen from the first page to the last page. Yeah, and if everything came out the way, exactly the way you expected it, it would just, it wouldn't be fun either, because then... That's not art. <laughs> like, sometimes you just have, like, some weird surprises along the way and yeah and that ends up being the most fun part of it all yeah sometimes the stuff you add at the last second is like what everyone remembers and you barely even remember adding it yeah uh are there any like fashion bloggers that have like like approached you as like a fan and be like this is like i relate to this i was like looking out trying to see if there's anyone i follow yeah, like, yeah like, are me. they here oh my god um no i don't know i'm scared of them so i hope i hope not like no fashion bloggers and like specifically but i had like the designer for one like initially i kind of based lottie off of this blogger that i followed since i was probably in college so i think almost 10 years ago so i've been following her for a while like i don't still follow her but then she has like a clothing line now and then the designer approached me and I was like it's like this is weird getting weird now it's like starting like, <laughs> the circle it's yeah. like the singularity with <laughs> yeah. actual people who are actually fashionable and cool yeah it's were they were, were they offering you like <laughs> well like he was really nice or? and he was like if you want anything like I can give you something and I was like I can't wear these clothes they're so small <laughs> but thank you like it was it was nice just because it was like it was interesting to have that convergence even if it yeah. was scary just because we're nerds and stuff we don't like really that know. happens yeah 
I don't know. Yeah, what are what are some of those fashion bloggers that um, are maybe like inspirations? I mean, we can't tell you. Yeah, well, well, maybe but not like no specifically. Like, like yeah, the no person, one's like specifically. Yeah. I don't know. We, there were some that we were like both following. We, we like we found out, or we like we both knew of them, not necessarily following yeah. them. But we were just like. It's just like I, they're I don't know. they're always just like hot people in LA, and they're yeah. like the ones that were like, oh, I want to be a stylist, but I just end up styling myself all the time, and like. Yeah, That's I just found do. the whole, like, ethos of it really interesting, and, like, we both had been interested in it for a long time. Like, I started following a lot of fashion bloggers back when I was doing Scott Pilgrim. Like, I was looking for outfits, um, especially for, like, Envy Adams. Like, I feel like that yeah. character of Envy was kind of, like, a ancestor of Snotty, um, in a way. It's, like, a, another, like, nerd who turns hot. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always been kind of, like, fascinated by how that whole world grew up. Yeah, I think there, I remember like once I was at this bar like a couple years ago in LA and I saw a fashion blogger in real life and I, I was like, I was you like, ran oh away screaming. God. I was like, she's so hot. Like, I was <laughs> like, no wonder she, she's like a fashion blogger. But yeah. I think after that, I was like, I was like, wow, that is actually a real thing. It's like, that's like kind of like the John Cho type character. Like or hot person syndrome or of you reacting to a hot person. Yeah. Yeah. Or like just seeing them and they're like even sometimes Snotty does it. Yeah, she does like it all the time. The I hot think person. Why it's funny. Alarm. <laughs> yeah, we're like scared. We're scared of hot people. So I think that's natural. It's like a fight or flight response of a hot person. I don't. Maybe it's not natural. Maybe we're just <laughs> we're deep. We're deeply screwed up. We're like um, let's run away from all the hot people that we see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess like you know like whatever you're comfortable talking about, like, as far as what's coming up next for people who have read uh, all of the Snot Girls. More family stuff. Oh, yeah, we're finally getting into, like, a little bit of her family. Lottie's family. Because uh, she's supposed to be uh, half Asian. Her, was it her mom is Japanese? We haven't actually, like, I don't think you've drawn the family yet, so we'll see how they turn out. But, yeah, it's supposed to be... I've always wanted to write, like, about a mixed family because I'm half Korean uh, and half white. Half, half whatever, Cana- French Canadian, white Irish. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's interesting to me. Just like the makeup of a mixed family is, is interesting to me. So we're gonna write ab- about that, and then all the other plot lines that I forget what they are. Every issue. There's like a couple murder mysteries. There's like some yeah. mysteries going on, I guess. Some ghosts. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a ghost. Some at one confusing point. romance. Yeah, some maybe romance. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Boys. Everyone's relationships. Yeah, more shirtless boys probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just want to keep having fun with it, and we don't like uh, planning too much. Yeah. I do guess. you do you have sort of like um, and like an ending in mind, or are you just sort of like trying to keep it fresh as you go? We do, yeah, together. we have like kind of like goalposts like coming up, but we're just like not that in a hurry to get there, I guess. Yeah, I think it'll eventually end, and there will be an ending. It's just <laughs> it's, it has changed since we've talked of, since we first started talking about it, which is basically mm-hmm. at the beginning. It's like we have a beginning and an end, and then we just fill in the middle. But yeah. it's been changing, and it's ever changing. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's just like you know we introduce all this stuff, and eventually we'll make it all come together and make sense. That's the goal of writing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for a complete non sequitur, uh, what is your favorite attraction at Disneyland? Disneyland. I mean, for me, it's still Pirates of the Caribbean. 
I don't know. I do, I'm, I'm a classicist. <laughs> I thought you were say classist. I was like, what? Not classist. Classicist. Um, I like Space Mountain. I like the dull pineapple booth. I always get sick it. on Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, I get sick on Space Mountain too. I went on Guardians of the Galaxy once and I got so sick. Um, I don't like it. I used to like Tower of Terror, but I don't like Guardians. Um, and Space Mountain, what makes me sick is the flash at the end. It like flashes you. When it takes a picture of you? You're in the dark? Yeah, it takes a picture of you. And I'm always just like, uh, I'm going to barf now. Well, it's over. Like, that's what I'm, it's over. I'm very light sensitive. I'm sensitive <laughs> to everything. All right. Well, cool. Should, uh, should I we guess, take any audience? Yeah, let's, just, let's do uh, some Q&A. Anyone have any questions? Anyone have any questions? Are you guys shy? Um, well, you raised your hand first. From an art standpoint, do you have a favorite cartoon or animation? Animation. Or comic? Or comic. No? Not comic? Not you just comic. want to know about animation. animation? Oh my god, when was the last time I watched like a... Anime? An animated thing. Ice skating, whatever that was called. Yuri on Ice. No, I don't... <laughs> you, hate, you hate everything. Everything looks bad to me now, but I like Utena the best. Utena, um, yeah, that's your favorite. But it's like my favorite overall. Like, it's not just the art. I like everything about it. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, I still haven't watched the whole thing, and she's still mad at me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, was that the whole question, or is that... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch that much. Uh, I just don't animation. like voice acting, so that's why I like. Comics. Wait, we both watched Neo Yokio, and we both oh, liked yeah, I that. Like Neo Yokio. That was kind of like I don't kind know. of snark girl esque. I, I liked don't know it about a lot. Art, but I know people that worked on it, so I feel like it's hard to be like it looked. Yeah, I don't know. It looked, it looked how fine it was supposed to, me. to look. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think like yeah, because <laughs> I remember mentioning it to someone, and they were like, "Oh, I hate the art," and I was like, "Oh, really?" I'm I didn't, like, it all looks. I didn't same. think about it. It yeah, all looks the same to me. It looks like a cheesy anime drawing. I don't know. That was that was the goal, I thought. Um, I, like I don't know. Movie. Other cartoons? I don't know. I'm scared to watch FLCL 2 because um, I was like... Uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm more scared. You guys made me more scared. Uh, I'm not going to watch it, ever. Thank you. <laughs> Just don't watch it. I'm not going to. Um, I don't know. What else do I like? I like very few things. I don't know. I was always like, I don't like anime. I like the, the manga better. Yeah, I don't I'm like voice like, acting. I'm snotty, yeah. I'm not this snotty. I'm snotty in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Animation. It's cool. We have a lot of friends in animation. I can't hate on animation. You can't hate on it, but don't watch it that much. Yeah. You should watch it more, but I don't. Mm-hmm. We always say that. Any more? You had your hand up. Are there any comments you guys are currently reading or you guys really like? I like Doom Patrol. I like Shade, Changing Girl. I like the ones she says. <laughs> I like My Hero Academia. Um, I like One Piece. I've been ca- I, I started catching up on that, and then now I'm going to be not caught up again just because I have to start working <laughs> you, again. You read like a hundred volumes of One Piece. Uh, yeah. Um, um, it's like reading Homestuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, Leslie drew a cover for Homestuck. That came out as a book, apparently. Is it out? I don't think it's out yet. Oh, it's coming out. I think it's like a Do you guys know what Homestuck edition. is? <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't ask me about Homestuck. Um... I don't know. I don't read. I don't read enough lately. I bought something. Oh, I bought that X Men. It's this big ass X Men. Um, Ed Piscor did this X Men book. That's like kind of like weird, independent comic style uh, history of the X Men. So I haven't actually read it yet, but I'm really excited about it because I love the X Men. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, wait. Let's go to her first. Hey. 
smart people and um, of course like I know a lot of your work in your comics and I feel like my introduction to you was a lot of your Like the difference between illustrators and com I'm comics. Because I'm like Cause classically you, more an illustrator instead of a. Because you like went to school for illustration or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not an illustrator. I mean, I guess that's part of it. Like, part of the goal of Snot Girl was like to make Leslie do a comic. Yeah, um, I think. Because her art is so good. Like, I, yeah, it's there are a lot of things about illustrators that make comics and they don't have any like sort of guidance and they don't really read comics that yeah. are different to me. So it's like. With me, I'm always, like, struggling with, like, I want to make a really pretty, like, panel, and that's kind of, like, that's the mentality you have when you're an illustrator, is that you just want to make one nice drawing. Yeah. As opposed to comics it's, where it's, like... It's kind of, like, quick and dirty. Yeah, like, you have to make a lot of drawings, and they can be good, and they can be, like, bad, and you also mm -hmm. have to make room for, like, words and, like, You have to draw the back happening. of people's heads and stuff, like, stuff you would never want to draw if you were just doing an illustration. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so... Like cars and trees. It's definitely been, like, I think... Because I always felt like I was a bad illustrator, so I was just, like, I... I would prefer well, to you do just, You focus work. on what you like, which is like mostly, you know, hot people. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's why we structured the comic around like drawings of hot people. Because uh, it's playing to Leslie's strengths. I don't know. I guess Brian didn't really think about it. I, didn't, I don't think about anything. <laughs> is, that, is that a good enough answer? I don't know. I think so. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a cartoonist, like quick and dirty. So yeah, it's it's very different working with Leslie, where she can draw really good. So I'm trying. That, that's nice. Um, do we have time for like one more? What? Got wait, this guy with the hair in the back. Yeah. Do I have a favorite video game? Do you have a favorite video game? Monster Hunter. I like Monster Hunter. <laughs> um, I haven't been playing video games that much recently. What was I playing? Oh, I just got the Sega Genesis collection for PS4. It's, I feel super lame even playing it. But I started playing this game, Kid Chameleon, that I, I used to play when I was... I, like, rented it one weekend when I was a kid. So I've been playing it. It's, like, actually really fun. You have to live your truth. I don't usually enjoy playing old games these days, honestly, except for, like, the really good ones, Super Mario and stuff. So that's basically all I do. Um, I don't have a Switch yet. I don't either. I looked at a list of Switch games and I was like, all I want is Mario. So <laughs> I'll wait a bit. That's what ends up happening. And you'll never get it. Yeah. I want it to be... I don't know. I like playing Mario. I like all the Mario games. Those are my favorites. I'm not a hardcore gamer anymore. I used to be like way more into it. I think I just got burnt out. I put all of it into like Scott Pilgrim, and then I just like, You're like now I, got, I, I have no more. <laughs> well, also like I can't keep up. I don't know. They got too fast, too big. It's scary. <laughs> um, that's not a good ending note. Yeah, ask another question. Ask a really good question. Would you ever consider putting any cameos from Scott Pilgrim into Snapchat? No. They're not hot enough. Leslie can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leslie can't like draw them because they're not hot enough. I've drawn Ramona a couple of times, but I just feel like they wouldn't inter they wouldn't like their worlds wouldn't. Yeah. And I feel like that's the problem with like all I don't know, everything I write I like to I like it to be really like protagonist driven and the whole world is kinda like oriented around the main character. So it's hard to imagine a lot of my characters from different works interacting. Like I did cameos in the background of seconds, but like they wouldn't like 
I guess they could like talk. I don't know. I, I, I'll probably put more cameos in the next thing I draw, but probably not in Snot Girl. And also, they will never say bread makes you fat. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> They They're like, what's bread? bread? They're like, we don't know what that is. We live in LA. We don't eat it. So yeah, that's that's to put that question to rest. <laughs> yeah, it's an exclusive answer. We won't ever answer a tweet about it. Just yeah, I'll never say it ever again. <laughs> Bre- bread makes bread does not make you fat. It doesn't. I don't know. Does it? It's, it's a fine. mystery. Read, read Snot Girl to find out. The <laughs> mystery of whether bread makes you fat or not. <laughs> okay, we're we're um we're losing steam here. We're going crazy. Um, let's wrap it up. Yeah. yeah? Uh, I guess is that is that it for questions or should we? Do we I guess move on to signings. Uh, yeah, I think we should start signing. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what time it is. I don't know when the store closes, but let's yeah. not uh, let's not do that. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget, you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.